in a class all by itself, my jazz friends. It is the original Sinbad, one-on-one, talking to the lovely Miss Carmen Lundy, talented Carmen Lundy, about a brand new CD of Fade to Black, just now hitting the market. Let's make it happen. Glad to talk to you again. It's been a long time. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Okay. We saw each other at the Hollywood Bowl. That was great. That was a great memory. It was always great. Okay, on the phone, on the Mighty P podcast with the original Sinbad, it is the lovely Grammy award-winning, talented Miss Carmel Lundy. Hello there, young lady. How are you doing? I'm fine. How are, how are you today? I'm doing just great. Miss Lundy, first and foremost, I want to thank you for giving me and my listening audience the chance to grant us this wonderful interview. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Well, we're about to talk to Miss Lundy about it's a brand new CD coming out in just a couple of more days. It's an extraordinary CD. I've had a chance to preview it several times, and I love every song on there, all 11 songs. But what we're going to do is talk to Miss Lundy about what it goes into making a CD. And I understand this is number 16, if I'm not correct, right? Yes, it is. Number 16. 16. That's great, number 16, because a lot of folks don't get number one out of the can, so you're you're 15 Mm. ahead of those already. Mm, well so said. My first question is you, uh, when it came down to planning this city, where did the idea of the title Fade to Black come from? And was that your <laughs> first uh, choice for a title? No, as a matter of fact, that was the last part of his entire experience was coming up with the title for this project. It was absolutely 100% the last, the last. <laughs> and the entire process um, Fade to Black or just I think I might have had a couple other you know things ran you know, I just kept thinking about the songs and and one song in and of itself didn't really resonate the whole project for me so let's, uh, you know pick that that um, right. just pick a good song called the record for the rest of you know I just didn't do that uh, Modern ancestors the same thing. I think that these these um, the process of writing comes with uh, maybe working some things out they occur, having some ideas that I haven't really you know, maybe some sketches that were floating around that I did not necessarily have um, in concept for. So this the process of writing was a lot of fun, but it was very, very intense, uh, and a lot of learning going on because I discovered that the uh, piano is one aspect, but also being to um, honest melodies and have those melodies resonate. Uh, it's um, you know even without lyrics, strong melodies very important. I don't know if people understand that about the way I experience and listen to music. Too. I mean, lyrics are, I find, in ways, right, than oh, actually a lyric, because, I mean, than a melody, because you, each word is, it has to sing also, it's got to, it's got to really speak to the, the, the overall idea you have, and then sometimes your idea doesn't come with the, with music, I mean, with the words, it's so interesting, now that I'm talking to you about it, I really, uh, can recall how 
sometimes the words will be right there at the tip of my tongue, and other times I will just struggle for that for for a long time. I think it took me two and a half years to write this from end to end. Uh, during a pandemic, during some really personal challenges, with, you know, illness, dealing with um, the loss of siblings due to the pandemic and otherwise, there was a lot of loss and also a lot of um, observation as to how we, as a society, as a global society, supported one another during one of the most horrific times we can remember in healthcare uh, crisis and health crisis. Uh, living through that, uh, being unable to act perform. <laughs> I mean, I'm a singer, so there so was just like no chance to perform. I might have done two where they were going to one at home and one um, Los Angeles that was very nicely done and kept us all but it was very hard to do so I think that what you're hearing is all of us sitting during you know, that first year where we had to um, to witness that horrific um, scene I don't want to speak of it you know in name but we all know what we're talking about um and the loss of life that way in front of our eyes and just how devastating it was. And then the, the, the result of that event and how we all just hit the streets despite COVID. We just went out there and risked our lives to express ourselves. And uh, a lot of the uh, music was written. And then I'm, okay, so I really want to sing about these things. You know, I can make <laughs> We love making love songs, James. We all love to sing love songs. Yes, we and do. I would, love to make, I would love to make records where you understand that whatever I'm singing about, there's love in it. it. may not be love interest, per se, but it's about love on some level. So I think I started to explore all these other ways of saying I love you. That's, that's sort of what happened with um, many of the tunes. You know, I'm talking about... Um, observation just as a, a global citizen and observation is a sister or a loved one you know it's it's interesting but as a composer I think it's it's um, may, my way of exploring a lot of different uh, aspects of the human experience and being a female being a woman um, and having lived now you know made 16 records so I've seen a little bit now you know, and, um, I think it's all encompassing. A quick question I want to ask you as well, because i got uh, some things I want to talk Because, again, it's, it's about making this CD of Fade to Black. How do you go about picking the musician that you want to play with, and how do you uh, choose to have certain, you know, certain instruments stand out, like, for, for instance, the saxophone, the keyboard, the drum? Because, you know, an uh, uh, instrument or a, a great voice can either make or break a CD. How do you go about getting your personnel together? <laughs> I... I have enjoyed working with some really great players, mm -hmm. and we share the stage for a little while. Some of us stick around longer than others. A lot of the younger players I've met um, through my time working uh, with Jeff Betty Carter's Jazz Ahead program at the Kennedy Center, uh, and Julius Rodriguez and Andrew Renfro, to be in fact, um, Kenny Davis and I. I think I've, I think he's on my second record. You know, I think Kenny and I have been working together for many decades now. He's a great, great uh, player, beautiful human being, and he's a fantastic musician and just uh, world-class. You know, working with my brother, um, 
Curtis Lundy on this project. I could hear them together, you okay. know, uh, trying to create this orchestral feeling, not sound necessarily, but the feeling of a wide, expansive, elastic kind of um, formality in the basses and in the piano parts, and and how we just sort of gave everyone this space because I was hearing a lot of different instruments. I was hearing. Uh, organ on some of the tracks. I was hearing the guitar, but not necessarily always electric guitar. I was hearing the acoustic guitar as well. And there are certain songs that lend themselves to being exposed for, for their honesty with certain accompaniments. I think these particular musicians I have a rapport with. We've played and toured together a lot. However, you know, Terry on Gully and I met in the late 1990s and um, here we are making records together nearly 30 years later uh, so we played together we toured at the Greece and a couple of other places in Europe and never really recorded until Modern Ancestors and Fate to Black so there's an interesting you know things come when they you know I think there's a coming of age for for, for um, all of us and how we express ourselves now moving into the 21st century with the music um and these players all have unique voices and they have the, their own sensitive uh, expression and at the same time i think they all really understood what i wanted to say and were willing to come to come to the music uh and bear their souls that way and just kind of put their own input into these new ideas that i had with all of these compositions you mentioned uh, the word songs quite a few times. How do you go about selecting the songs? Like on this Fade to uh, Black CD, there's 11 songs. Did you have 200 songs out of 200? You picked 11. How do you go about <laughs> and, and I also like to talk to you about the length of songs. Some songs are three minutes and some songs are eight minutes. As a jazz musician, <laughs> these are things I really want to ask. I want the listening audience to hear. What does it really go into making a CD? How do certain songs appear on a CD versus other songs? Could you talk about that? Wow. Well, you know, in this case, it's kind of cool to be the composer and the singer and the <laughs> producer. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so I just get to decide what I want to do. Uh -huh. And I can ask, you know, my producer and my engineer. But, you know, I, I write a lot of music. Mm -hmm. I write, and this is a grant from Chairman Music America. So I knew going in that this was a... Uh, uh, someone giving me a little bit of a space to simply just write, okay, uh, to perform and to record. So that's a lovely honor to, for for anyone to recognize my music in a way and just allow me to express myself. So there was that freedom going in to just um, not being spec guessing the whole way. But I think it was also um, writing in the moment and hearing things in the moment, um, going to experience a lot of other people's music in live performance um there's so many things that that impact uh, creative thought creative ideas sometimes i'm not really working at it at all i'm busy working on my my art expression which is away from the music but it's still sort of a creative process that i allows me to come back to my ideas with a fresh perspective so um certain songs are written in the moment they are simply, you hear it, there it is, you play it, and don't question it. You don't say, oh, should I make this longer? Oh, should <laughs> is it too short? Oh, does this need to have a bridge? Oh, maybe the intro is... And you just 
you just allow the the music to speak to you. Every song, I think, has a personality. The okay. tone that's, has that's a good way of putting it, personality. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you, music has its own little molecular spirit that's floating in there somewhere that resonates as unique as unique uh, to all others. So someone's you know sometimes you get a good one or two i mean i'm i did 11 tunes if you listen maybe there's one or two that you'll take away that mean a lot to you oh yes yes indeed i'm I'm looking forward to featuring the entire cd uh soon we do the interview i want him i want the listening audience to hear all of it in there you know and they'll look leisure time just kicking back and relaxing i'm sorry to interrupt but to, to kind of finish that question some songs actually kind of let you know that they're ready to be watched okay listener and other compositions sort of sit, and they would need more time to to um, sort of I don't know for the ideas to fuse or for for something to resonate that allows for that composition to be heard. Um, it has a lot to do with how the music plays too. And what I what I mean is the minute I hand it over to another musician, another listener, another artist they're going to hear something or bring something to that composition of mine that I may not have conceived. So there are a lot of beautiful things that occur in the process, and and one is equally as valuable. One particular reason to um, commit to something is it's equally as important as another person's offering. It's um, a continuum. And i got to add one more thing. We have barely performed the music. So un- until you guys listen and until we take it to the stage, it's going to be in this wonderful process of sort of coming to life and everyone's coming to know these eleven songs. And I want to ask you also in regards to Fade to Black, you t- we've talked before about studios. Uh, do you have a preference in studio when you're going in to record? And i also like to talk to you about what uh, constitute a common Lundy's mood? Do you prefer night, day? Do you sit? Do you stand when you're recording, when you're putting together a CD? What are some of the things that you do? Okay, Maybe somebody else don't question? do. What well, that first question was uh, about a studio. Uh, uh, what type of studio oh, do you prefer? Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of a lot of my work is in um, the studio. I work in the studio. That's okay. my day-to-day practice. Is in my recording studio that is accessible to me on a daily basis. Okay. Okay. Now, I generally find that the, the recording studio is ideal for a full project like this, where you've got seven, eight, ten musicians involved in your project, and you're bringing them into the space to create. And that is wonderful. And when you get those, what they call those Neve consoles in the control room, and you've got a great engineer, and you've got a great you know, space to create, there's nothing better than that. There's nothing that, that you can ask for when it comes to um, being provided all the different um, aspects of doing your very best in a, in a recording situation with other musicians. That's ideal. The other part of your question was... Uh, the mood. Like Some people prefer recording maybe in the night, going into the studio early in the morning. Do you have a preference huh. or does it really matter with you? I think I'm... I, I, I believe that things occur at the beginning of the day, (laughs) and they occur at the end of the day. Okay. So, you know, you got a whole lot of (laughs) things. 
Yeah, do, yeah, when you're in the studio, do you uh, joke around with the other musician and then y'all get, take that moment to get serious? Or do y'all just <laughs> have a good time and just kind of flow, come to you naturally when you're just having a good time? A lot of things, a lot of things happen when you're tracking, we call it, when you're actually recording. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I guess we're all on the clock. We're all looking at our, you know, we've got like <laughs> hours in the studio. So if we take a lot of time to sort of, you know, uh, I guess there's a period where we can just relax, but we, we're really there to record. I mean, I learned not too long ago from Benny Maupin that Miles Davis recorded at 10 o'clock in the morning. All those great records. He recorded them at 10 in the morning. <laughs> so there's a certain time that some folks uh, grew better than others. Okay. I, that's, I mean, that's why I wanted to talk to you about the CD. What did it take to make Fade to Black? I mean, some special thing that listeners never hear about putting together a CD other than they putting it on and playing it. Like, for instance, uh, when you go into the studio, do you go in with the mindset, we're going to do this today and this tomorrow, or you just go in and do it and see what, yes. how it comes out? Yes, I do. I mean, there's a that's the producer you know the producer in you organizes uh what tunes you think will play best to get us started okay you know, i'm a vocalist maybe i don't want to start off with something that's really hard hitting i want to wake up my instrument you know sometimes i want to be awakened so i'll pick <laughs> something that wakes me up you know instead okay. of easing it um we don't have the luxury anymore of being in the studio you know seven eight days in a row those days are gone at least for me so what I've done is I do a lot of my preliminary um, work for getting into the setting with all the players. It's, you know, I'm the composer, which re- requires scoring the music, writing everything out note for note so that that artist can come in, whether it's a drum part or a bass part or a guitar part, piano part, flute part, sax part. So I have to write all of that out write that music on paper and nowadays we you know those i call them sketches when i write on the paper but i notating in, in the software on the computer and then that process you know they have to arrange all of the music before it even gets to the notation process on the computer oh, okay so these things on, on manuscript paper as any composer or musician might find themselves doing if they're so fortunate to have that skill, you know, but I write that stuff down and I lay it out and then I record it myself to make sure that it's exactly how it feels sometimes run into beautiful, beautiful things along the way that you didn't think about it. And so that process of reviewing your own music is very, very important, but you don't want to second guess. You just want to make sure that it's speaking for you. There's a lot of different phases to, to, um, realizing all of the music before the musicians see it. Um, I am a composer. This particular project required that I write alone, and uh, so I was I was no I'm not in a collaboration sort of uh, experience with this. This was all kind of me and my ideas as coming to fruition. So that you know, there's a little time. That's a huge time invest and a huge investment in the work itself the result is still the unknown the result really is not so much getting it recorded as it is playing it for you and that you get to now be part of uh 
understanding how we get here and why why they why we say what we say when we say it you know the exchange between the musicians i mean just when you listen to this record you can hear how the guitarist is responding the pianist is responding to me responding to the drummer and the bassist. you can hear what a what kind of a conversation there is in this set of performances i heard that so, i did beautiful too yeah those are the things that you kind of hope for when you're writing it when you're you know busy getting it ready for people to play but that's one part of it the other part is just actually finally hearing it and that's so special that's very special and more often than not when it comes to jazz i think listeners are really part of that creative process maybe you guys don't know it as much but when you enter the, as an audience member this music jazz is so much partly being created in front of you or in the moment that you're sometimes more a part of that process than you might realize i would like to ask you something else too going back to cd number one up into current number 16 all your cds and songs have been so beautifully done and they always seem to tell a story with Akama London's brand new release coming out in a couple of days, Fade to Black, is there messages and stories in some of these songs that uh, you've got on the CD? Because I picked out three particularly, and I want you to, you know, to tell that story, because I can see they all have a beautiful story, because when it comes down to telling stories, you are truly a master at telling stories. So this is where I'd like to talk to you about the first one, uh, Shine a Light. Could you tell me what brought that one about and what the feeling that the listening audience should get from that particular song? You know, so the lyric repeats quite a lot in that tune, and it's just I'm making sure that I I convey my gratitude to all the the first responders, all the people that somehow figured out a way to keep us moving okay. during the pandemic. All the all of the small things, all the big things that we still are stuck with a little bit of it. Maybe it's taking longer to kind of work itself out, but you know, just everything and everything we observe to keep each other safe, you know, to kind of get past this time that we're remembering, the, you know, the children come out and play again and let us get back to doing what we love best. And, you know, to think, and not just, not just the American culture, but the global experience, you know, this was a global experience for all of us. And then initially, I did not write about it in any way, shape, or form. You know, I do have some love songs coming from me, whatever. But the more we live with it, the more it seemed to be appropriate to to recognize some of what's positive, what some we can take away from this time. The positive, somewhere that there's positivity in it, and that's what that lyric and that's what that tune. Oh, that's all I wanted to do from a lyrics perspective and and the story. So as a composition, I wanted to explore different ways of making. Uh, core progressions and and form in a, in a less less kind of a predict, predictable way that's and I, it and i've always loved the song that you do that pertains to what i call history and specifically our history like for instance ain't our human can you uh, lay it out on the line <laughs> like no one else can lay it on the line like you can because when i read the lyrics of some of that song and heard i told myself wow she nailed it again something to believe in mm -hmm. Can you talk about that mm -hmm. for me, please? Oh, if, if I tell you everything, I want you to kind of have your imagination with Ain't I Human. Uh-huh. Uh, 
And if I spell it out, maybe uh, I'm going to be a killjoy with what, what resonates with you. But for me, that's the question, you know, Harry Jumman asked the question hundreds of years ago. You know, and ain't I woman? <laughs> so I don't like to have to revisit a lot of these issues in modern American society when I thought that so many people have already paid the dues that were needed to be paid to make sure that, that we never had to revisit some of those dark days and the dark days of being uh, suppressed in any way and being denied any kind of true freedom that others express alongside you in the very same place that you dwell. It seems like freedom is, is uh, for all, not for some. And if we're going to talk about freedom, then let's really, you know, see each other as benefiting the same way from these freedoms. And I just don't know if if this is something that is particular to people of color anymore. I just think it's just we're addressing it in so many ways. You know, we're just addressing these concepts of why someone else gets to decide for us, for, for all of us, how to... Um, realize our fullest potential without causing harm to society and to one another. It just seems to be, you know, one of those little things. I hope the little, oh, the little kid to me in Chicago, <laughs> first tune, the little kid at the Sunday afternoon, I said, so what was your favorite tune? And the little girl says to me, ain't I human? Beautiful. Couldn't have been Beautiful. More than nine years old. Beautiful. You know, and I thought, wow. It, you know, so I just think it's, you know, they're, they're those, again, trying to find a way to, to, to say something that's honest and um, that it sings at the same time and, it's, and that you um, see yourself in it or hear yourself in it or someone you know and love. Well, this one is for me. I ask myself, how did she get from there to here with this title? Uh, say her name. Can you talk to me about that one? Well, <laughs> well, didn't we sit through that? Didn't we sit through all of that? that was, say her name. His name. Say her name. <laughs> and we all sat through this, and we're still there. I mean, we're not. Again, we are living a lot of these things as we speak. Mm -hmm. uh, so true. The aim was to acknowledge that the, to to sing it is one thing, but to speak someone's name is another. And to acknowledge a life for its innocence, I don't know. You know, we're all innocent. I mean, every day we just seems that we're just grateful to to enjoy another chance at you know getting better, making ourselves better, having a better life, or being happier or something. Because there's enough to keep us. <laughs> there's enough going on to. Yeah, so true. You know, it really is. The, you know, say her name is to acknowledge those individuals who suffer at the hands of of brutality as a way to control, you know, behavior in society. I don't get it. I don't. I don't get a lot of it. And I, I'm still here, so I can I can be educated like everybody else. But we've seen too many people that you know could be our daughters our sons, our mothers, our fathers, um, lives just simply taken without any consideration for um, 
that could very well be yourself. That's why there's a lyric in there that says, say your name. That's why it's so important that people, especially listening to audience, know when it comes down to being a master of storytelling within their music, no one comes close to you. That is your calling yeah. from God. God gifted you with a talent that no one would ever be able to touch. As we kind of wrap up and close up, uh, will Miss Karma Lundy be taking uh, Fade to Black on the road? Uh, will you be coming to Houston, anything like that? <laughs> you bet. You uh, bet okay. on the road. So right now we're still sorting out some dates, but we're sure we're going to be at the Kennedy Center on, guess what, New Year's Eve oh, of this year. Oh, way to bring and in a new year. Yeah, bringing a new year together. I definitely will be playing Los Angeles and New York. And actually, I think um, we'll be heading beyond to the Kennedy Center. We'll be then to Oregon next year and uh, uh, Connecticut. So there are some dates starting to um, we're starting to line up. Okay, and perfect. I love that. As well as, as, well as my first art installation, uh, my sculpture, um in Carrington and the Car Center in Detroit. So I'll be performing there on October 15th, uh, along with other luminaries and jazz. I will mention that. That's coming up. Uh, my documentary, Nothing But the Blood, the story about my mother's gospel group, won uh, the Downtown LA Film Festival Best Music Documentary Award two weeks ago. And all of these things are coming to fruition at a time when We've been sitting for two and a half years, really anxious to get back to what we do best. And I look forward to seeing you somewhere out there. Uh, I will um, be there. I'm probably going to make that New York date. It's funny you, you refer back to the pandemic because I tell folks all the time, God does everything for a reason. Because probably if it wasn't for the pandemic, we would be talking about fade to black right about now. So God has mm-hmm. his way for doing things for all the right reason at the right time. And he chose the right person to deliver these messages. And that person is you. Oh, thank, I'll, I'll, thank you. Thank you. No, no problem. No, this is, it's funny. Uh, that's, a, that's a gift. And uh, I think you should cherish it. Because I say that for one reason, one reason only, because no one does what you do and no one can do what you do. Before I let you go, I would like, if you would, please, could you uh, say something to the young people out there, a word of wisdom, that are trying and trying to get into the business of what you're doing and they're listening right now? I would just say believe in yourself. Believe in yourself that if you put your mind to it, anything you choose, you can achieve it. But the most important part of that achievement is knowing that you can. And there are challenges in life for a reason. If everything was easy and smooth sailing, <laughs> maybe maybe you wouldn't appreciate life as much as you do when you got to yes. put your nose to the grindstone sometimes and just keep at it and believe in yourselves. That's it. Yeah, and it's great because I, I've watched you over the years and I've played your music for even longer. I can always hear your determination in, in that message. There's something about you that's always unique with every song, every CD. And every time we talk, I seem to learn something brand new. It's always like a brand new, fresh meeting. So, again, it's been a beautiful time talking with you. And I'm going to get this uh, put together, put in the studio, and I'm get back with you so you can hear a copy of it and let you see what you think about it. I don't know if you got a chance to hear the interview from the Hollywood Jazz uh, Festival in uh, at Playboy. We don't call it that anymore. But anyway, the interview went real well, and if you want to listen to it, you can go to uh, you know, Sinbad.jazz or just jazz in all of its colors and hear it on the podcast anytime you like. It's still up and okay. running, the one in, we did in Hollywood. And this one will okay. be, uh, be 
I'll be posting it probably tonight, and it will be played on the radio starting tomorrow night. Wow. Okay. Thank you. So oh, thank you. Thank you. Keep making the beautiful music. They say, I love the way you do your part in keeping jazz alive. Thank you so much for doing that for, my, for me and the entire world. Okay. Much love to you all. Thank God bless you. you. And be careful, okay? God bless. Take bye care. Bye-bye. There you have it, my jazz brothers and sisters. Miss Carmel Lundy giving you and I a lesson in how to make a great CD. This one is called Fade to Black, being released on September 30th in your music stores all around the world and online as well. So if you don't have any of Carmel Lundy's work, make sure you get this one. She has 16 CDs out there. At least add at least 16 of her work to your collection. You can't go wrong. Talking about a beautiful person doing her part in keeping jazz alive. No one does it quite like this young lady, Miss Carmel Lundy. It hits the music stores September 30th. I'll get my copy. You'll get your copy. Fade to black. Now, let's all kick back, relax, and enjoy this great body of work. Fade to black. This is Carmel Lundy doing her part in keeping jazz alive with a brand new CD. This is number 16. Thank you so much, Ms. Carmel Lundy, for the interview. Thank you guys so much for listening to Jazz in All Its Colors on the Mighty P Podcast with the original Sinbad. Shine a light, shine a light, shine a light, shine a light down.
showing me an open sky Making me believe that I could fly Saving the future generations past Forever lasting is my love for you and I won't
Dedicate my life, dedicate my love, dedicate my heart to you. Every waking hour, satisfy my soul, so amazing. Long as I'm alive, I belong to you. Do anything you want me to Something in your eyes Mirror of your soul So amazing All through the
Listening to Carmel Lundy's brand new CD, Fade to Black, available now. Ain't Released I on human? September 30th. Ain't I human? Ain't I human? Ain't I human? Ain't I human? When you deny my right to vote, do you deny? property when you deny my right to vote when you deny my right to vote what are you saying what do you mean that I am less than your kind the power manifests itself in me for I am human For I am human When you deny my right to choose Then you deny my right to my own destiny Say to me, 
What have you done to touch my heart? Nothing seems real, but I know I'm alive, and I know how I feel. Come stay.
Sunsets on the beach Under the sky Yeah, yeah, yeah Taking a chance You know everything begins and ends with you Sound of waves on a moonlit bluff. Dinner for two, a bouquet of flowers, tulips, a kiss, a Valentine, the weekend getaway, a waft of perfume in the wind, late night guitar and sexual healing. Sunsets on the beach Under the spell of Taking a chance Everything begins and ends with you Everything begins
Has anybody seen my baby? Has anybody seen my child? Say her name, say her name. Say his name, say his name 21st century Dying to be free 21st century Just free Has anybody seen my child? Big brown eyes Say her name, say her name Say his name, say his name Say your name, say your name 21st century Eyes on liberty 21st century Just free Last scene He was running in the park Free to be Is anybody seen Say his name, say his name Say her name, say her name Say your name, say your name Has anybody seen my child?
Alicia, Diana, Harris, Miriam, Iris, Harry, Maude Harper, Tony the Tiger, McDade, George, Perry, Floyd, Trent, Horton, Elijah McLean, Eric Gardner, Daniel Bruce, Dante Lamar Price, Kendrick McDade, Chavez You're listening to Carmen Lundy's latest project, Fade to Black, available now online and in stores. Out on the town, late one night, saw a man sleeping on the streets. Down was he at the bottom looking up at me. He said, sister, don't you see, I'm your brother Freddie Lee, and I've got a plan. I've got a plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Mary said it died last spring. Somebody wept, but two others didn't mean a doggone thing.
of time before the great debate takes a toll and to make it all when the life if you take becomes your own mistake and the love you make is for heaven's sake people all over the world like me and you know what matters is who we are and what we Your love. 
loved one is in a bed. A better place. Yes, indeed, my jazz friends. You're listening to the greatness of Miss Carmel Lundy on the Mighty P, the podcast with the original Sinbad. Her latest body of work on the Africa label, her label, Fade to Black, online and in stores right now. Again, thank you so much for listening and continue to dream big, work hard, and never give up. You, too, can make it happen. Hope you enjoyed the interview. Hope you enjoyed the program. Listen to Ms. Carmel Lundy telling you and I what goes into making a beautiful, one-of-a-kind CD. Again, thank you so much, and we'll talk real soon.